This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. We want to talk to you a little bit about Good Ranchers. If you're a fan of getting good, high-quality meat, it might be time for you to stop shopping for it at the store. Not everything that says it's a product of America is actually a product of America. Not everything that says, um, you know, that it's um, USDA graded means that it comes from the U.S. market. Do you know that 44 tons of store meat was recalled for listeria just recently? Do you know that a lot of our meat, about 20% in your average supermarket, comes from out of country? Our ranchers are hurting right now, and our ranchers... Uh, have great meat and they're being screwed every step of the way we need to produce our meat here in america join the tens of thousands of americans that are getting 100 percent american meat delivered to your door and right now through good ranchers they're having the october feast sale get two pounds of wagyu beef and two and a half pounds of their better than organic chicken free with any purchase of their bundle boxes. So head on over to goodranchers.com slash Glenn. Goodranchers.com slash Glenn. Welcome to Monday. Today, I want to talk to you about our basic freedom of speech and freedom of thought. Do you have that right anymore? Is that right worth saving? It is under attack in ways that are absolutely unbelievable. We'll begin there in 60 seconds. You know, it's not every day you come across somebody who can pivot from one project to the next and hit it out of the park every single time. But that is exactly what Mike Lindell does. It all started with my pillow and getting a good night's sleep hasn't been the same ever since. Mike's been revolutionizing not only the pillow, but also sheets, towels, and now the footwear industry. Mike launched a brand new slipper, slides and sandals uh, about a year ago and they're fantastic and you can get them at an amazing discount now for as low as $29.98 it's about an $80 value you get it for $29.98 right now this isn't going to last long go to mypillow.com and use the promo code BECK uh, they're made to be worn year round four layer design keep your feet comfy 
They have breathable fabric, plus Mike's patented impact gel makes them super comfortable. So log on to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special squares, and use the promo code BECK and receive this incredible limited-time offer. They also come with a one-year warranty and 60-day money-back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com, promo code BECK, or 800-966-3117. Okay, so here's some good news. By the way, hello, Stu, how are you? Glenn, good to see you. Good to see you. No, no, seriously, good to see no, you. No, seriously. No. I, I'm sure you have some good news for me today. Yeah, I do, I do. Uh, World Economic Forum just had a uh, anti-disinformation panel uh, happening uh, just last week. And the United Nations was there. And so on the WEF, World Economic Forum, great reset panel, the United Nations announced, quote, we own the science. Now, when they said that, they said that at the WEF's Sustainable Development Impact Meeting. And, uh, and what was great is Brown University was there with the United Nations. And they said that uh, when it comes to climate information, they have now partnered with Google. And they are tackling disinformation. So under the UN's Secretary General for Global Communications, Melissa Fleming, she brought up the partnership with big tech companies, including TikTok and Google, that contribute to controlling the narrative of climate change. According to Fleming, the Google search results now prioritize UN links. We partnered with Google, she said. For example, if you Google climate change, <laughs> you will, at the top of your search, get all kinds of UN sources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted information right at the top. We're becoming much more proactive. We own the science. We think the world should know it. And the platforms themselves also believe this. We also had another trusted messenger project, she told the World Economic Forum, which was called Team Halo, where trained scientists from around the world and some doctors on TikTok. We had TikTok working with us. She went on to admit mm. that the strategy to counter people's distrust of institutions such as the U.N. in relation to COVID information was just to recruit influencers to prompt their messaging. Another really key strategy, she said, was we had to deploy influencers, adding influencers who are really keen, who have really huge followings, but really keen to carry the message that the U.N., the World Economic Forum, will serve their communities. And they were much more trusted than the United Nations telling them something from New York City headquarters. End quote. Hey, when are your friends going to wake up? I urge you, please, to find a church that is urging you in, in, in every possible way to prepare yourself to stand, to prepare yourself to live in, a, in an incredibly different world. It is not going to be possible to stand. You remember, I've told you for years and years, 
you have to be so close to the spirit that when the spirit says, stop, turn around, go the other way, you do it. There is coming a time soon where if you don't have that kind of listening power and connection, you will not survive. Now, we are being told what the truth is. We are not allowed to even discuss the real truth. This is not entirely true today. You still have voices like mine and Ben Shapiro and and Mark Levin and people who are on radio and in podcast. So you still have the ability to hear the truth. However, it is now being limited and curtailed more and more every day. And they are coming out and they're admitting it. When the UN and the World Economic Forum, they think so little of you that they can have a conference where they admit that they are hiring influencers. What is that? That's propaganda. That's not a commercial. That's propaganda. If I were taking money from, let's see, uh, I'm a fan of Mike Lee. If you found out that Mike Lee was somehow or another paying me and he had hired me to just weave this into our conversation, would you have a problem with it? The question is, why would you have a problem? Because you thought I was trustworthy. You thought you were hearing just my opinion. It's why I always say our sponsor this half hour is... I don't just roll into the commercials. I say that for a reason to alert you that what I'm about to say, I may believe in, which I do, but it is paid for. When you have influencers, you are getting propaganda. And at the same time, they're giving you propaganda because they quote, own the science, they are silencing other voices and pushing them into the background. Let me give you how this is going to affect you in the real world, and it already is. This is from the Wall Street Journal. It's an op-ed. I was fired from my nursing job this year for refusing to take implicit bias training. After 39 years of providing equal care to all of my patients without regard to their race, I objected to a mandatory course grounded in the idea that I'm a racist because I'm white. I fear every healthcare professional will soon be forced to make the same awful decision I did, falsely admit to being a racist or abandon the medical field. This is already happening in emissions. This is being taught at the university level. So while you have older nurses and and doctors who have been in the business, they will leave. But the new doctors, the new nurses are being trained from the beginning in this. 
She says, my ordeal started in September 2021 when my employer, a Dallas-based Baylor, Scott, and White Health, rolled out its new annual training modules for clinical educators. The list included overcoming unconscious bias. After viewing the interactive course, I contacted my supervisor and asked for a meeting with the chief nursing officer and the human resource director. The former sent a surrogate. The latter didn't attend. After two meetings, it was clear I would not be given an exemption. My supervisor told me, look, I don't want you to die on this cross. But I did. The idea that implicit bias is grounded in the belief that white people treat those who aren't white worse than those who are. It is part of the woke assumption that society, including healthcare, suffers from systematic racism. Accordingly, my own supposed implicit bias, which is a euphemism for ingrained racism, must be rooted out. Not only that, it must be replaced with preferential treatment for the non-white. I feel I, 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 uh, I fail to see how real racial discrimination is justified by my non-existent racism. I knew this was coming, but I was still devastated when I was fired in February. I went from a six-figure job to zero income. The day I was fired, I sold my car to make sure I'd have enough money to live on. When I tried to find a new health care job, no one would hire me. No doubt they contacted my old employer and they were told why I was let go. States are increasingly requiring implicit bias training as a condition for obtaining medical and nursing licenses. As of July, the Kentucky Board of Nursing requires that all registered nurses take a continuing education course on implicit bias. What does that mean? That means it's never ending. Your racism is never solved. I mean, we all went through political correct training years ago, and most of us hated it and thought it was ridiculous. Sexual harassment training, most of us hated it because we weren't sexually harassing anyone. However, this is different. Doctors, nurses, counselors, dentists, they all have to take this now. And for another really great strike for uh, freedom of thought and freedom of speech, the New Zealand prime minister was uh, giving a speech at the UN and she compared free speech to weapons of war. At the UN General Assembly Friday, she announced the new initiative to, quote, help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experience are curated by automatic processes, saying the work done in partnership with companies and nonprofits will be important in understanding more about mis- and disinformation online, a challenge that we must as leaders address. Doesn't this sound a little like what they just announced at the World Economic Forum? The prime minister acknowledged that calling to regulate speech online in any way can see, seem problematic. 
But, quote, as leaders, we're rightfully concerned that even the most light touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value. So we have flipped our society from we have to give the benefit to the rights that every person was endowed with. The right to speak freely without fear. We have taken that away. And now we are saying, well, we have to protect people. We must protect people. Because they might be hurt and we don't know. I know that will that'll sound bad and it will it might really affect free speech. But we have to take action whenever anyone tells you we have to take action and it's taking action to protect people. We are doing it to make them safer. Run for your life. There's more in 60 seconds. There's a certain type of person out there, a person who um, heeds the call when a hero is needed. Our sponsor this half hour is Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Someone who steps up to the plate and directly into the path of harm simply because somebody has to be there to do it. For that person, his or her own liberty and or safety, not too small of a price to pay for the liberty and safety of others. These people we call heroes. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. Now, catastrophically injured veteran first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, helping them live more independent lives. And now through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. In a world that's filled with darkness, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is bringing light. Help these heroes and their families join the Tunnel to Towers uh, uh, Foundation on their mission to do good in their honor. After 9-11, they're asking that you would donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. I mean, listen to this. Um, the prime minister then asked the audience how they could tackle various challenges if people are allowed to share opposing narratives online. Quote, after all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal, but noble? How do you tackle climate change if people don't believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they're subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? We've always had these problems. The remedy has always been make a good case. They suggested that online speech now is used 
by those with evil intent. Oh, my gosh. The weapons may be different, but the goals of those who perpetrate them is often the same. To cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves, to disband communities, to collapse the, cor- the collective strength of countries who work together. Oh, my gosh, I cannot take. I just cannot take the pot calling the kettle black anymore. They always self-diagnose. Whatever it is they're doing, they claim they're fighting that. The prime minister urged action action from the general audience of U.N. leaders. We have an opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. She's talking about freedom of speech. In these times, I'm I'm acutely aware of how easy it is to feel disheartened. We're facing many battles on many fronts, she said. But there is a cause for optimism. Because for every new weapon we face, there's a new tool to overcome it. For every attempt to push the world into chaos is a collective conviction to bring us back to order. We have the means. We just need the collective will. I want you to know what she is saying here. What she is saying is people are waking up. And they're starting to do things that we didn't think that they would do. We we thought we could keep this as a conspiracy theory, but people are waking up and they're seeing and reading our own words. But don't worry. We have Google in our pocket. We have TikTok in our pocket. And for every attempt to push the world into chaos is a collective conviction to bring back to order. No, what they're doing is causing chaos. Because their order is one world order that you have nothing to do with. They haven't talked to you about any of these things. They deny what they're doing. They deny ESG. They deny that this means what they clearly mean. They deny it and deny it and deny it. And then suddenly it's accepted as a reality. And it's too late to change it. You, we, I need to be on our knees much more than we are. We need to humble ourselves and pray for strength and guidance and the strength to stand because you are going to you're going to need to stand. You have to stand. And you just all you have to do is stand for things you know are true. You know that everyone has a right to free speech. You know that if global warming is true and is dangerous, that you can make the case for it. If it's not, I have a right to make the case that it's not the end of the world. And the solutions that they are proposing could gravely harm humans. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, there's a lot of apps out there. Not too many of them actually save you money rather than cost you money. But... As the chaos um, created by those above in the economy, 
um, continues to get worse and worse, you have to keep an eye out for opportunities to spend less, especially on the things you're spending money on regularly. I have good news. Let me tell you about Upside. It's an amazing app that's going to save you money on gas and groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use my promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more back for every gallon in your first tank of gas. And from there, you just find an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, and when you pay, you get paid. It's easy, and you'll feel the results right where it counts, in your wallet. So download the free Upside app and use the promo code BECK. Get 25% or more off of every gallon in your first tank of gas. 25 cents or more back on every gallon on the first tank. Sign up now. Use the promo code BECK. Get the Upside app and download it now. Subscribe to Blaze TV. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're very glad to have you here, including Mr. Pat Gray from <laughs> Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast that is uh, on Blaze TV just before this program and can be heard wherever you get your podcast. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. How was your Still. weekend? Oh, it was perfect. In every way. I had a perfect, perfect yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, so uh, uh, what do you have today? Uh, well, I'm kind of interested in uh, Air Canada. Ordering 30 electric planes that can carry passengers maybe 124 miles. Holy cow, not 124 miles. What is it, about 18 miles from here to New York City? It's probably... it's about that. Yeah. It's about that. So, I mean, it'll easily get you to New York City. Paris is another 50 miles or so from New York. It might be a little bit long. You might have to stop (laughs) in Greenland to (laughs) refuel. But this should cover just about everything. And I would feel so safe... In an all-electric plane, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Nothing could go wrong with them. No. Do they have solar panels on top? Uh, No, I don't believe they do, actually. I don't think so. Just really expensive and environmentally unfriendly batteries. Well, they're not only unfriendly batteries. You still are, you know, burning coal to be able to fill that tank up, if you will. Right. You know? Right. So you got that. Uh, I can't imagine... Oh, and here's another really good feature of these planes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which are coming very soon uh, by 2028. Mm, good. Uh, it seats up to get this 30 passengers. Up. up to 30. Up to. Not, up to. Mm-hmm. I mean, not more than if that. you want to fly more miles than 124, they limit it to 25. Oh, and then you can go 249 like miles. 249 miles. And if that's not enough for you, Get out and walk. Yeah. Shut up. My gosh, who I don't needs want to, to go further than 240 Nobody, miles? Nobody. There's no That's reason to. It is, is too far. far. Right. It is too far. Wow. <laughs> By the time you really got through security, is. you could have driven it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you have to show up two really hours is. early, mm-hmm. 60 yeah. miles an hour, two hours, you're 120 miles. That's, that's yeah. the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, but then you'd be burning carbon. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and uh, you're not being a friend of the the planet, right? Yeah. So and you're, worshiping Gaia, and what so. and what you don't know is that your car's not going to run anyway, so you won't have any choice. You'll probably right. walk to the airport and then say, "Could I get on this plane? I I have to go to work." 
<laughs> and it'll take you to work. Well, it'll take you to the airport within yeah. 120 miles of where you work. Uh, so that which is great. all you need, really. It's all you need. Then you instead of Get walk from home, you, you walk to the uh, <laughs> walk to the office. This electric thing, where everything has to be electric, you mm. know, cars by 2035 in California, planes. We're going to get our first dose in 2028. This is going to work out really well, I feel. I feel, I feel like it's going to be right. I'm pretty sure everything that they're working on is going to work, gonna out, work pretty out pretty well. It's going to work out really well. Yeah. 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 Well, it's one of those things when you're driving an electric car. Let's say you're low on battery mm. and you're driving down the street and you run out of, <laughs> of power. Mm-hmm. You will coast to a stop. Right. You don't fall um, like 30,000 feet. Yeah, it's kind of a different... <laughs> it's a different feel. Yeah. And, you, and actually, when your car runs out of battery, you don't coast. It just it just stops. stops. Mm-hmm. It stops. Well, I told you about the uh, the mm-hmm. uh, the original Tesla, the, the mm-hmm. first one they mm-hmm. they made, which mm-hmm. we covered back at CNN headline mm-hmm. news back mm-hmm. in the day. It was a hundred and ten thousand dollar sports car, two seater. Mm. Uh, it looks like a Lotus. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, it's a cool looking car, and it, you know, it definitely has. It was an amazing technology, particularly at the time. Um, but I was, I, I'm, uh, I just think, you know, they're pretty cool cars. And, and I was talking to a guy who owned one mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I was like, ah, this would be a cool thing to have. Like if you're a car, car collector, the first Tesla, like, yeah, you know, be before yeah. people even sure. really, the company existed. Mm-hmm. And so he was telling me, he, he said that there was a minor incident, um, because there is a factory that, that does, you know, all these like old parts because they don't even really, I mean, mm-hmm. they service the car, but it's not like, you know, it's not easy to get the parts anymore. Um, they did have a, uh, a fire, at one of the factories where they lost, I think, 45 of them. Now, I think there was 1,300 made mm-hmm. in the United States. So, like, losing 45 is kind of a big deal. Significant. Yeah, sure. uh, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure the fire is still burning to this moment. But it wasn't um, It wasn't due to batteries or electrical. Oh, no, no. It was something totally different. Okay, good. Uh, but <laughs> the other thing is, if you... If, it's kindling they left around the yeah, factory. Right, yeah, that like happens California. all the time. Yeah. You leave yeah, kindling. Yeah, we were trying to eat the place. Trying to eat the place. I didn't throw in that it's a Tesla repair slash kindling factory oh, which is okay. a bad combination that makes a lot yeah, of really sense. bad combination you start those batteries on fire <laughs> yeah, right. with kindling uh but he was saying that if you have a one of these cars and mm-hmm. you got to keep it charged right it's not a car you're taking out all the time right like it's a collector's yeah. item so you got to keep it charged but you can't overcharge it because it'll burn it out. could burn out yeah and if you if you let it no go, not burn out it could burn, burn up. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but if you let it go to 0% battery. Yes. The car is now a very expensive paperweight because you can't, <laughs> yeah, right. you will never charge it again. Once it goes to zero, battery completely toast. Now, I assume they've probably improved this over the years with with Tesla's or this would be happening a lot more often. But like this was the wow. way it was set up. So if, That's amazing. And the new battery, I think, is $45,000 and you have to wait so, 18 months. So now still, there's I, still no, 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 like no, no. 28 grand. Wait a minute, wow. guys. Yeah. That, that, I don't think that's been changed. So okay. you, what, if it goes so, to zero, so it's I have, dead? I have solar energy. Yeah. I have a 15 frickin thousand dollar battery one okay mm-hmm. and a row of whole bunch of other batteries okay <laughs> and uh i can only use it to be safe i can only drain it to about 40 percent gotta have 40 percent left in it once you start uh, getting down lower and if it ever drains you're done you're done oh my god done yeah 
Yeah, it's great. Because you know, I'm totally wow. the guy that would have, wow. you know, would would have this thing plugged in and not drive it for yeah, but, for a few weeks, and then it would get so the kid goes in there to get something out of the garage, knocks the plug out. I don't notice, and then the car's toast. Yeah, like, that's but totally what I would do if I had yeah, one of those cars. Stu, you're mm-hmm. not thinking. I mean, you're you're much more responsible than that. Like you never. Have you ever had your phone go out of power? No. <laughs> Nobody's ever done that. You I, always I'm plug right. it in before it goes out. Every single time. Every, Every single time. time. I, I never let mine get below 40%. <laughs> really? You yeah. know, I say I just have to stop working and talking or doing whatever I'm doing when it gets to 40%. Now, to be clear, you can't get it fully charged and leave it plugged in either. That right. that would be very bad. That would be very you, bad. You well, the that. good news is, in my case, with solar energy, it never fully charges. <laughs> so, oh, great! Yeah, so we have that. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of sunshine, um, you know, DeSantis. <sighs> mm, this guy. This guy. Mm. This guy is so bad. This guy is so bad. Yeah. Would you? Use that label because that's the label I use for him. He's a fascist. I don't think it's strong enough. Yeah, you're but right. Well, it's I safe. think he might even be the Antichrist. Okay, that's a very good possibility. I don't know. Would you expect? Would you expect DeSantis to be the Antichrist? No, no, you wouldn't. No, no. Um, and uh, uh, Maude Newton, who we all know and love, the Maude yes, Newton, Maude, oh. Maude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she describes herself as a writer, a critic, an editor, an occasional speaker. Oh, uh, she <laughs> so she, she writes and occasionally edits all speaks. the time. <laughs> yeah, and occasionally but rarely speaks. converses. Right. I think mm-hmm. she should speak maybe less. OK, but uh, <laughs> she tweeted that uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis used the word biblical when he was describing the hurricane storm surge as a in evangelical dog whistle. Oh, wow. Uh, So no evangelicals heard it then? Yeah. Because only dogs hear dog whistles. So that's weird. No, no, it means (laughs) if evangelicals were dogs, they they would hear it. They're the only ones who hear it. Yes, they're the only ones. And she said, this language is an evangelical dog whistle, uh, i.e. it's not climate change, it's God, which is... Which, uh, of course, that's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, really I mean, a dog whistle as much as, you know, like, I, because I, <laughs> I, I, I'm curious if she heard it. How is it an evangelical <laughs> dog right. whistle? Right. She's really good. She, point. Is she deeply evangelical? Is that what we're learning about? <laughs> no, Maude she Newton? just has special skills. <laughs> OK, she just has special hearing. She can decipher dog yeah. whistles. Now, hmm. she she did delete the tweet. Oh, no. But she came out and said, sometimes. I stand by a tweet, but delete it because I've spent enough of my life amid the rantings and abuse of rapture obsessed evangelicals. Okay. So she sounds really friendly to evangelicals. She does. She sounds very open minded. Friendly enough to hear the dog whistle. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or the evangelical whistle. Well, she's special. You know what I mean? She's got the special Mm -hmm. skill and she knows better. Some would describe her as special. Not you. Not me. Not you. Not you me. Wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do that. You she wouldn't do seems that. very special. And uh, finally, let me give you this, uh, this quick story. Um, and you're going to find this, Stu, in particular. You're going to find oh, this uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, internal materials now show adult former Democratic legislative aide 
who encouraged students to say that transgender youth will kill themselves over a Republican policy, uh, you know, was um, was kind of spearheading the national walkouts and uh, the walkouts that students where they were supposedly, yeah. you know, objecting to transgender policies from uh, Glenn Youngkin. Um, but there's an internal video now that shows the student group uh, that was led by the former Democratic staffer and uh, that he and the group knew that a large portion of students had absolutely no interest in the cause. They just wanted to skip school. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! Yeah, it's a shocker. Now, I can say... Because uh, I, I get this dog whistle. Uh, <laughs> I was in this group and walked out of high school for literally any cause. Any time. There were many, many walkouts, I remember, when I was in school. And every single time, no matter what the cause was, I walked out. And I was passionate about whatever it was at that time. Now, I didn't know what it was each time, but I was always passionate about it. Because if you were mm-hmm. passionate about it, you could walk out and then all the teachers would, number one, let you out of class. They would they would excuse it. And number two, they would look at you as like, wow, and there's someone who's, th- these kids are really, <laughs> really tuned in. They're tuned in. They're taking mm-hmm. their, their civic duty seriously. Who said that? This was the vibe of the teachers. Right, they, they were like okay. more like, hey, yeah. like they didn't get mad at you for okay. walking out. It so, was more like rock the vote. Like these yeah. kids are involved. They were proud of you. So yeah. was it just was it just me and my family? Because I never walked out of school mm. because I knew my dad would say, I know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> get your ass back in school. Well, they didn't even like I re- the way I remember. It's been a while here. I'm 100 years old at this point. But what I remember is they wouldn't e- they, was it even in like they wouldn't tell the parents, hey, your kid was out of school. We're upset. It was just like everyone would walk out. They would do the thing. We'd walk around. Many of us would branch off of the convenience store and then join on the way back into the protest. And then he'd walk back into school and everyone would be like, wow, that would be a, like a local news item. Students. Uh, walk out of school to support, I don't know, probably late-term abortion or whatever we were walking out over. I have no idea. And that was it. The, the, you just miss a bunch of classes and it would be over. He it was fantastic. in Connecticut. Yeah, I, yeah. He, I don't remember the student protest yeah, movement really? in Montana. Yeah. We protested <laughs> it being too cold once in a while, yeah. but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Stayed home well, you wouldn't when want to it walk was out, 80 below. You wouldn't want to walk outside in Montana. No, you don't. No. <laughs> you <laughs> no, want to stay don't. inside no matter what. Oh, there's August, but they're not in school. Right. Right. That's right. You, you can walk until out after there. Labor Day. There's yeah. a couple <laughs> nice months in Connecticut. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you just walk out, and then you know you walk out until you get to a place you want to go, mm-hmm. and then there's probably buy something there, maybe have McDonald's. And yeah, then McDonald's you walk back was, a, was a little. Bit, we usually to, for McDonald's we'd That's have to fancy. take the car. Mm-hmm. The very we'd uh, have to walk. We'd have to act like we were walking out with a group, but then walk to the parking lot and get the car, and then drive to McDonald's. That was a little yeah. bit more of a trek, but you could do that too. <laughs> and, and we did many many times. Well, all of us here on the Glenn Beck uh, program are. Shocked. Yeah. Shocked. Shocked to hear mm-hmm. that last week's walkout. Uh, apparently, very few kids really even knew what they were walking out for. Hard to believe. Stunning. Shocked. Yeah, Stunning. It's, it's shocking. Um, all right. Let me tell you about American financing. If you are carrying a balance on a credit card right now, you realize that the rate you owe on that money is going to continue rising for the rest of this year, right? And probably into next year as well. Imagine how much money wouldn't be wasted 
if you didn't have time to keep paying down more interest. Imagine how much money you could be putting into savings or even just into something worthwhile. If you didn't have to plan on paying a ton more interest on your credit card debt, wouldn't that be worth doing something about? American Financing. Call them today. This is a company that has been helping people just like you for over two decades. These are people that care about you because they're not taking money from the banks. They're not, uh, they're not uh, on uh, commission. They're on salary. And the company doesn't say, you got to get them into this. They don't do that. In fact, they may just say, I can't help you right now, but I can help you raise your credit score, which will be important, especially right now. American Financing. Call them now. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Wow, CNN, talk about dog whistles. Woo! They have just identified the woman who allegedly helped arrange the migrant flights. Wow. Yeah. What a vital story. They are on top of it. They are on top of it. Ron DeSantis really has developed this power to completely control the news cycle. It's he, like, is, he's, he is really second only to... To Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. I mean, like, for example, this is obviously, this is Greg Abbott's thing. I mean, he was doing it for months yeah. before, you know, Ron DeSantis jumps in for one weekend and now it's his story. Yeah. Right. It's like what? And now uh, the hurricane, that's a Ron DeSantis story now. It's not a hurricane story. It's not about people who are suffering. It's about Ron DeSantis and his political future. Well, it's really about people who have been suffering from uh, systemic racism for a very long time. That's what that story That's what that really. is? Oh, yes. You didn't hear Kamala Harris well, over the she weekend? Said it she... was about, but we should give out relief based on equity? Equity, and, yes. And target people of color? I thought, yeah. I thought that was the opposite of what we were supposed to do. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, there's 87,000 new IRS agents, and I have to tell you, they've got to be walking into innocent people's homes, sweating just a little bit, going, man, I mean, this guy could be a terrorist, and all I'm doing is just trying to destroy their life. They've got to work up a sweat, I'm guessing. Big, just pits, pit stains underneath, you know, because they're just like, uh, I'm an IRS agent, and I, I know I'm doing it wrong, but I'm trying to hide it. It's weird. That's why I would like to offer these 87,000 IRS agents. If you're a little concerned about lying under oath or whatever, destroying people's lives, you should try sweat block. Maybe, maybe that it won't help your conscience at all, but it will help you from not sweating. Sweat block. You can get the deodorant stick, which is really good. 
but you are really going to be under pressure. You know what I mean? So you might want to use the Sweatblock wipes, which is uh, which what I use, and I love it. Sweatblock.com, promo code BECK. You can also find them on Amazon, but save Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code BECK. upset with us and uh, let me tell you Joe Biden is very upset you could hear the passion in his voice when he said when he said that I thought wow Putin has got to be shaken in his boots has anybody actually heard the speech that Vladimir Putin gave on Friday yeah it's a little disturbing I'll give you his actual words in 60 seconds. So solving the abortion problem in this country only begins with the legislative part. The truth is too many people have bought into a deep twisted lie about what constitutes life in the first place. And we have a lot of people now in America. I don't think the average person but I do think the extreme left that celebrates every abortion. And uh, it's, not about, it's not about a heartbeat. They won't hear, they don't care if the baby is half born. They'll kill it. It's evil. We have to appeal to the hearts and minds of the American public to change. And the way to do that is, well, preborn is one way. When an expectant mother comes in and she's thinking about having a, an abortion, if she sees her baby on an ultrasound, she's 80% more likely to not go through with that abortion. There's a ripple effect because she's also likely to share her revelation with others. It'll take time, but we can save babies' lives and influence the next generation to love life. Preborn's work depends on pro-lifers just like you and me who want to help stop the madness. Would you can consider a gift of $10, $50, What they do is they go in and they provide the, um, the sonograms. They provide the equipment to do it and the personnel to these local clinics so they can show the mom their baby. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby to make a donation. Pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash Beck. So, Stu, um, I, you know, I spent a couple of minutes, just wanted to, you know, wanted to check in with old Vlad mm-hmm. and uh, see what he was thinking. 
Um, and, uh, you know, he declared the lands he invaded now Russian soil. And then Im- immediately lost them. <laughs> right. Like he said they're Russian soil. And then uh, like a day later, Ukraine took over one of the key cities in the region. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Uh, because uh, here's what Putin said. We will defend our land with all the powers and means at our disposal. In 1991, in the Belovzeth forest, without asking the will of common citizens, the representatives of the then party elites decided to destroy the USSR. And people suddenly found themselves cut off from their motherland. This tore apart and dismembered our nation, becoming a national catastrophe. So that's the deal when all of the Soviet leaders got in and went and met with, I think, Yeltsin, right? And they were in the middle of this forest and they they were like, okay, what are we going to do, guys? And they decided to make the, the Russian Federation. And so the Soviet Union went away. He said, I admit they didn't fully understand what they were doing and the consequences that this would inevitably lead to in the end. But this is no longer important. There is no Soviet Union. The past cannot be brought back. And Russia today does not need it anymore. We're not striving for this. The battlefield to which fate in history has called us is the battlefield for our people, for great historic Russia, for future generations, our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. I want the Kiev authorities to know they're real masters in the west i want them to hear me so they remember this people living in donetsk and these other places are becoming our citizens and they will be our citizens forever we call on the kiev regime to immediately end hostilities end the war that they unleashed back in 2014 and return to the negotiating table We are ready for this, but we will not discuss the choice of the people in those areas. That choice has already been made, and Russia will not betray them. Sanctions. Now, listen to this. This is really important that you hear this, because this this is how the other side is fighting the Great Reset. Quite honestly, this is how you scoop a lot of people who are anti-Great Reset and push them into the Russia camp, okay? Sanctions were not enough for the Anglo-Saxons. Interesting choice of words. They moved on to sabotage. It's hard to believe, but it is a fact that they organized the blasts on the Nord Stream International Gas Pipelines, which run along the bottom of the Baltic Sea. It is clear to everyone who benefits from this. The West began its colonial policy back in the Middle Ages and then followed the slave trade, the genocide of the Indian indigenous tribes in America, the plunder of India, of Africa, the wars of England and France against China. What they did was hooking entire nations on drugs, deliberately exterminating entire ethnic groups for the sake of land and resources. They hunted people like animals. 
This is contrary to the very nature of man, truth, freedom, and justice. Okay. Now, so far, if you're on the right, you're not interested in any of this. Correct? Correct. The United States is the only country in the world that has twice used nuclear weapons, destroying the Japanese cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki and setting a precedent. Hmm, Even today, they occupy Germany, Japan, Republic of Korea, and other countries at the same time cynically calling them allies of equal standing. They beg for us to stay, but that's that's a whole whole other story. (laughs) Okay, so... Again, I don't don't appreciate Vlad's uh, analysis of this situation. Mm -hmm. Now, listen to this. Now they've moved entirely... To a radical denial of moral norms, of religion, and of family. The dictatorship of the Western elites is directed against all societies, including the peoples of the Western countries themselves. This is a challenge to us all. This is a complete denial of humanity, the overthrow of faith and traditional values, Indeed, the suppression of freedom itself has taken on the features of a religion, outright Satanism. Do we really want here in our country, in Russia, instead of mom and dad, to have parent number one and parent number two and parent number three? Have they gone completely insane? Do we really want it drilled into our children in schools that there are supposedly genders besides men and women and children to be offered the chance to undergo sex change operations. We have a different future. We have our own future. Mm. I mean, it's straight out of the Alexander Dugan playbook there, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. Know, on parent, both sides. Parent one and parent two was, you know, was we just talked about this with the uh, situation um, in Italy with the new prime minister who this was the speech she actually used yep. those exact terms parent one and parent and two. what happened and she won and pe- a lot of people here uh, united behind her now she is not tied to this yeah by in fact she's supporting ukraine we should point out and the elites are calling her a fascist yeah they're calling her fascist and putin is, is calling the elites fascist mm-hmm. notice he doesn't say even the governments he says the elites of the west he knows the language of the West, and I believe that's Alexander Dugan. This is absolutely the playbook of Alexander Dugan. They play on the morals, and thus they can drive a wedge between us because most Americans will listen to that and they'll say, well, I shouldn't say most Americans, many Americans. If I just said that on the air and didn't tell you at Vladimir Putin, a lot of Americans would go, damn right. Now I tell you about Vladimir, that that came from Vladimir Putin, and you're like, wait a minute. Wait, what? Why are we against him? Well, you heard his opinion of America before he said that. His opinion of the West. That's why he's looking again to Dugan for the fourth political theory. The third was fascism. The fourth is 
Dugan and uh, Euro Asian. Uh, Euro is. Yeah. Euro Asian um, policy. To where they unite the entire Asian continent with Europe. And they lead the way in Russia. Do you think, is there a, do you, the notice of them pointing out the, um, the, uh, the precedent of nuclear weapons, do you find uh -huh. that to be significant? I do. Because, do you? Well, I thought so, and I think it's, I get another sort of veiled, we might just use nukes threat, which is not what, what you want for multiple reasons. Um, obvious, the obvious ones are there. The secondary ones are, you know, we're currently led by a bunch of idiots. So the fact that, you know, the, the, the reason we're avoiding nuclear war is, I guess, the restraint of Vladimir Putin, which I don't have much faith in, or our, the competence of our current political leadership, which I also have no faith in. So that's good. It should, should, should end up pretty well. What could go wrong? But the problem is, is it is with the elites. It's really not with our neighbors. Our neighbors yeah. have been conned. You know, if you've ever wondered, how did the German people go from, you know, good, decent people to that? How did that happen? Over a slow, long period of time of being groomed to accept that kind of stuff. And then all at once, we have been groomed. We are approaching that all at once part. And our neighbors, we still have a chance to embrace our neighbors and get them to wake up as much as possible. But at the same time, we have to renew our commitment to what we know is true. And the way to do that is to start speaking up, not in an angry way, but just speaking up and saying that's not true. Sorry, men cannot get pregnant. And I know you're, this is a little word game because what you're saying is that woman is now a man, but that woman is still a woman, period. And no man has ever become pregnant. I'm not playing your word game. I understand what you're saying and you have a right to say it. And I have a right to disagree with you. And I, for one, will fight for your right to say that. Will you? The answer most likely will be no. But that is fascism. Fighting for someone's right to speak and say what they want to say, and especially those things you vehemently disagree with, that is freedom. That's classical liberal liberalism. This is fascism. More in just a second. Pamela wrote in about her experience with Relief Factory. She said, I spent a lot of years trying to fix the pain I was in, uh, going just to clinics. Barely helped at all. I ended up taking stuff that wasn't worth it at all in the long run. But then I was listening to you and I heard about Relief Factor, and it has made a tremendous difference in my life. Goodbye, pain. Pam, thank you so much for writing in. Relief Factor is not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of the pain that we deal with. 
It could work for you. The three-week quick start developed for you is only $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. And hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. And about 70% of them go on to order more, which says everything you really need to know, I think. ReliefFactor.com or call 800 for the number, for relief. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number for relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, you know, anybody who says, I can't believe you're saying... Every side is saying the other side is like the Nazis. It's time for everyone to be very clear what the Nazis did. What were they pushing for? They were a collective uh, 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 style of government. They believed in the collective over the individual. They believed they had the right to silence people they disagreed with. We do not believe that. We are on the opposite side of that. So it is really important that we start to define what these things are. And if you think we're not close, you're mistaken. Fortune just wrote an article. Rising isolationism and populism in Europe has parallels to the 1930s. With high inflation... Soaring energy prices and slowing economic growth. Many economists have drawn comparisons between today's European economy and that of the 1970s oil crisis. But while the 70s style stagflation consume uh, concerns loom large, another pivotal pivotal decade in the continent's history may help explain today's economic and political trends. The 1930s. The decade leading up to World War II was marked by a general climate of fear and anxiety in the West. Economic crisis and mass poverty broadened the appeal of populist right-wing parties. And lasting trauma from World War I combined with the Great Depression fueled isolationism and nationalist foreign policies. Why did the Nazis appear? The Nazis appear because... Woodrow Wilson and France decide to punish Germany and make them a pariah. And the Germans felt like they were being made into a pariah and they didn't like it because people don't like to be called a pariah. Now think of this in today's world. You have one side calling the other side a pariah, a dangerous pariah. Europe is just a collection of states like we are. It doesn't end well when you do that to people. So that's what pushed them, except this wasn't about. This wasn't about um, being a nationalist here in America, about racism. Nazis included racism. It was part of the program. Here, I don't know a single conservative that is pushing for racism. I, I know the left is pushing for racism, but the right isn't. 
The article from Fortune goes on today after the pandemic and the Ukraine war disrupted global supply chains. Countries are turning away from globalization and looking inward once more. And European populism is having a moment in the sun as citizens take their resentment over rising cost of limit living and a bleak economic outlook to the polls. It's not just that. The reason why they feel nationalistic is because they are being controlled by the European Union. They don't buy into the European Union. It, it's, it's not something that speaks to your soul. And as the European Union starts to tell people what they will teach their kids, how to teach their kids, what their country must accept and never accept, the people, just like in America, are saying, no, that's not who we are. You know, if California wants to do that, that's great. They can do it. I'm not paying for it. But they can do it. And don't force me to do it. That's What's happening in Europe? The same thing. Brussels wants to do that. Brussels can do that all they want. But don't tell us that we have to do it. And by the way, we won't pay for them. The press sees things um, through a glass darkly. They don't. They really don't understand, and then they have those that uh, do understand are, and are intentionally confusing. But the parallels to the 1930s, yes, they do exist, but with different motives. That's important that we discuss those motives. What is really happening? What was happening last time were people were following the collective at behest of a leader. Now, people are wanting to follow themselves into freedom. Back program. Our sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Oh man, I have that on my calendar too. I, I didn't go shopping for it or anything. All right, leave the cookies and the milk next to your computer before going to bed. Time to hang your wallet over the chimney. Make sure all your cash and cards are hanging out. And don't forget to write your your list of passwords and put them on the fridge door so the cyber criminal can have access to it. Or don't do any of those things. And in fact, sign up uh, for LifeLock. 25% off of subscription to LifeLock right now. Top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Sign up now, 1-800-LIFELOCK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Use the promo code back at lifelock.com, lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. All the best electric and coverage. Don't miss it at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We've been talking about Europe, and let me just wrap it up with um, Granholm. Uh, she's our energy secretary. 
And here's what she said over the weekend about the Nord Stream pipeline. I think Russia has proven itself to be an unreliable energy partner. It used to be reliable. No more. No country wants to take the risk of putting a significant amount uh, of its energy demand to Russia's supply. It is clear. And in fact, I think this accelerates the EU's push to become energy independent through clean energy. And they're building up their own homegrown energy. I'm here. I'm at the um, IAEA conference, the International Atomic Energy Agency conference. Every country is looking at the risks associated with putting too many eggs in one basket or putting too many eggs in the basket of petro dictators and the volatility of the fossil fuels that uh, accrue from that. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, this just doesn't ring true to me. Uh, she, you know, wanted to make sure that everybody knows that this accelerates UN clean energy push. Now, she just said she was at the the nuclear regulatory, the global regulatory um, uh, conference. Well, are we talking about putting nukes back online? Are they opening them up in Germany? Are they opening up in France? Are they opening them up in England? And are they talking about making more nuclear plants? Because if that were the case, I'd be for it. It will take a long time before it will relieve the pain, but I'd be all for it. We are um, we are entering a uh, we're entering a time right now where Europe is going to. Uh, I think Europe is going to collapse before we do. <laughs> I think Europe is going to uh, uh, head for some real, real problems uh, in the next few months, perhaps this winter. And we also have people that are pushing for violence here in the United States. Cut three. This means war. That is where we are. We are at war with these people. These folks are evil. There is an ultra-right MAGA um, contention in this country that wants to overthrow the U.S. government. It is a danger to our democracy. It is a danger to our way of life. The MAGA movement is a threat. The extremists that we're dealing with every single day, we've got to kill and confront that movement. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. Obviously, Republicans, I think, are the biggest threat to democracy. We don't separate right-wing extremists and Republican Party anymore. I see this as a party, uh, a MAGA party, that uh, no longer is confident that they can win elections with votes and so now they're seeking to enact their political will through violence. This is literally what conservative white folks do when they don't get their way. They turn violent. Today's GOP is no longer a political movement. It is a fascist movement. And this is why it could be more dangerous than 1860 or the 1930s. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. Maybe now it is all about the violence. It all is about an insurrection. It all is. In, in his mind about a civil war. It feels like we are not just at the brink of a civil war, but that one has already begun. The fact that it, the, the base is getting smaller, it makes it more dangerous in a lot of ways because those are the people who are willing to do things like take up arms and, and press the questions that lead to, press the questions and tactics that lead to civil war. This is someone who held that office who is basically saying to Americans, there should be civil war. Look at what he's doing last night, as you note, that 
you know, more or less salutes that are either QAnon or almost look like Nazism. You saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour, and you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. These crazed, deranged folks who want to impart evil in every facet of our society. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. Okay, literally. The literally, that, that one was selected to play over and over again because there's no two ways to take that. She says, literally, a call to arms. This is what's washing over your neighbors who are not paying attention. This is what they're seeing um, almost 24-7 drumbeat of this. Here's the good news. Here's Telemundo cut four on elections with Hispanics and Latinx, otherwise known as Latinos. Latinos are the largest, uh, the fastest growing group of voters, mm-hmm. and the numbers are there. We, Latino voters represent, make up about one out of ten voters, but they are also very unhappy. I mean, the pandemic hit them very hard. The economy is hitting them very hard. Inflation is hitting. They are unhappy about the job quality. And if you see the, the main issues Latino care about, yeah. they are right there. Economy, the job quality. So, uh, yeah, this is a concern. And this can make things very difficult for Democrats. And also, the way Republicans yeah. are gaining space in that gap between Democratic uh, Democrats and, and, and Republicans. All right. I want to play two things. And I want to ask you, which one reflects your belief? I'll answer for anybody else. Just you. Which one reflects you? Here's cut six. Kamala Harris. It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and and impacted by by issues that are not of their own making and so we absolutely and so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity understanding that we we fight for equality but we also need to fight for equity understanding not everyone starts out at the same place and if we want people to be in an equal place sometimes we have to take into account those disparities um and and do that work clap please clap okay that is that's Kamala Harris talking about how FEMA should approach the hurricane with equity in mind instead of let's just help people that are in need. If you're in need, I don't care what color you are. Let's help. Does that reflect your view? Now, the guy who's called a fascist has just said this about people who are going in and trying to take advantage of people who are affected by the hurricane. DeSantis, seven. The other thing that we're concerned about, particularly in those areas that were really hard hit, is you know we want to ma- make sure we're maintaining law and order. Uh, don't even think about looting. Don't even think about taking advantage of people in this vulnerable uh, situation. And so, local law enforcement is involved in in, in in monitoring that. You know, I told Kevin if the state needs to help as well, uh, because you know, you can have people you know bringing boats into some of these islands and trying to ransack people's homes. Um, I can tell you in the state of 
Florida, uh, you never know what may be lurking behind somebody's home. And I would not want to chance that if I were you, given that we're a Second Amendment state. Which, which one is the America that you know, the America that you stand for? Which one? The one that says we're going to help people affected by the hurricane based on equity or the one that says, roll up your sleeves when you see somebody who needs help, help them. We don't need to ask them questions. We don't need to know where they live. We're just going to go in and help people. Which one is the America? Which one is the America that you know? The one that questions and demands honest answers to hold our government responsible. Or the America that holds you responsible, but they are never held accountable. The one that can lie to you over and over and over and over again. And then eventually just come out and say it. And there's no repercussion for it. The NIAID, which is headed by Anthony Fauci, just delivered a brand new grant to EcoHealth Alliance. The grant delivers now five years of funding for Peter Daszak's controversial nonprofit group to research, quote, the potential for future bat coronavirus. Now, if you remember, it was a conspiracy theory to say that any of this was happening. The potential for future bat coronavirus. Remember, Fauci said, we don't do that. That's gain of function. We don't do that. EcoHealth doesn't do that. And it certainly didn't have anything to do over in China. And we showed you the paper trail. We showed you the facts. Now, without any fanfare, without any questions, the government comes out and does it again. Not learning from past mistakes, denying that they do this. And then doing it out in the open again. Which is the America that you want to live in? Which is the America that is worth saving? Which is the one that you should be standing for? The one that lies to its citizens? Or the one that has the government accountable to its citizens? One is fascistic. The other is not. Because America seems to be so confused by fascism, the one that is pushing for limited government and a government that responds to its people and is held accountable by its people, that's not the fascist one. More in a minute. Don't know about you, but when I peer into the tea leaves and try to see what's going to happen in the country, um, my mood doesn't improve a lot, especially concerned where we're uh, looking at with uh, food shortages um, in the near to long term future. There's some good news 
John Deere just announced that by 2030, they want complete people-free farms. Yeah, they're going to automate all of it. And it's going to be so great. We won't have people in the farms and we'll just have machines that will do it for us. Hey, farmers, put up your feet. It's going to be great. Of course, now our farmers probably won't be able to afford that equipment, but don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. I'm sure it's going to be fine. They'll find someone. You know, why do you Why don't you just sell your farm to them? OK, because you're not going to do anything anyway. My Patriot Supply is offering a 20 percent discount on their three month emergency food kit when you order at uh, preparewithglenn.com. Go there today. Get one or more of them. They ship fast, they ship free, and most importantly, they ship discreetly. Everything arrives in unmarked boxes. You might not want necessarily your neighbors knowing how much food you have. Um, listen, you're going to love the food, 2,000 calories a day. You'll get a 20% discount now on preparewithglenn.com. Go there now, preparewithglenn.com. Don't wait. It's a limited time offer. Save 20%. Preparewithglenn.com. The Glenn Back Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I want to take a quick look at the polls. They are shaping up uh, pretty nicely. Um, if everybody doesn't come out to vote, um, we won't win, but you got to come out to vote. Uh, Blake Masters, who is in uh, running for Senate in Arizona. I know that, you know, Turtleface in uh, Washington is trying to, you know, project that this is a lost cause. It's not. He's within a couple of points. Um, and, uh, it's a winnable thing. It's an absolute winnable thing. Uh, I think that's, that's true. It's a, it's a race that's narrowed, right? I mean, we've had this narrative of democratic momentum for months from the media. And there were times when you saw masters down by eight, nine, 10, 12 points in some of these polls. And those polls are all but gone now. You're seeing now a race that seems to be between one and five points. I think the average right now is four, a four-point lead for Kelly. Now, look, we're still, that's, that's like, you know, a loss is a loss. So if he loses by four, no one's going to care. But I will say uh, there have been uh, some tightening polls there. And the same situation going on with, you know, Carrie Lake uh, running for uh, governor in Arizona. There's a new poll out from a Democratic pollster that has Carrie Lake up four. Mm. So, like, I don't know. Is there an environment where Carrie Lake wins by four and Masters loses by five? I, I, it's, that's a weird environment if it exists. I, 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 I'm pretty skeptical that that's a real world. Like, I don't, Kelly is liked, you know, because he's you know an astronaut and blah blah blah. Yeah, he's kind. And he's kind. He doesn't get the the blame for being a liberal democrat yeah, that he, he deserves because he, yeah, he, he should. I, he's not kirsten cinema here no. that's an arizona senator who at least by words pushes back occasionally right. against the party kelly is fully might as well in. be chuck schumer yeah he's fully in yeah totally and uh, that's not that's who he is uh but yeah you're right he has that sort of um reputation as a you know a 
uh, he's just a, a normal guy. No, he's not. No, no, no he's, he's not. not. No, he's not. And that so that race is, uh, has has tightened quite a bit. Uh, new poll out in uh, Florida as well. Ron DeSantis up by eight. And in the same poll, uh, Marco Rubio up by seven. Now, oh, excellent. DeSantis has shown a pretty solid lead throughout this uh, campaign. But uh, Rubio has had some polls that have been what you might consider disturbing in this environment, where mm-hmm. he's only been up by two, three, four. Mm-hmm. So this poll is, uh, this is by Siena, very good pollster, and has him up uh, by seven over Val Demings, which is a pretty, that's, that's, a, that's very good news if you're looking at this from a Republican Any change perspective. in Oz? Yeah, that, that race is t- tightening even more. I think the last poll I saw there was two, two points. Unbelievable. So that one has tightened quite a bit and and deserves to be. I mean, if you see that, the, I mean, Fetterman is, is a catastrophe in yes. the making. And quickly, um, Greg Abbott and Beto? Uh, yes, uh, I think it, a seven-point lead is the latest, latest I saw for Abbott over Beto. Beto is going to have a real tough time here, and uh, he deserves every uh, little ounce of it. Republicans don't turn out. The Glenn Back Program. Investors should consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses carefully before investing. For a prospectus or summary prospectus with this and other information about the fund, please call 855-427-7360 or visit the website at strivefunds.com. Read the prospectus or summary prospectus carefully before investing because investments involve risk and principal loss is possible. Okay, now listen. Hiring should always be based on merit. We've always known that. Not on race, not on sex, not on politics. Unfortunately, large financial firms are using your money to force companies like Apple and Home Depot to adopt racial equity audits. Good news. Your money, not theirs. Vivek Ramaswamy, is, he has a new firm called Strive. It just launched the Strive 500 on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker STRV. They use the shareholder power to mandate America's largest public companies to focus on products and profits instead of politics and social justice. And the bigger it gets, the more powerful your voice is. So text Beck at 55022. That's 55022. Text it. Learn how you can buy STRV on the New York Stock Exchange today. That's Beck at 55022. Learn how you can buy Strive. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We have news on your economy. What's going to happen with gas prices and oil prices and why it's happening. The Federal Reserve uh, also bros. If you didn't see bros this weekend, you know why? Because you're, a, am quoting, a homophobic weirdo. Uh, that's according to, according to one of the stars of bros which is a um, 
a homosexual gay romantic comedy uh, with, you know, sex and everything. And if you don't want to see sex between two guys or two women or whatever, I mean, what a weirdo you are. It bombed at the box office. But will Hollywood learn a lesson that that is a niche market? No, of course not. They're just going to blame it on America. We're not going to do that. We begin with the truth in 60 seconds. This year, the Russell 3000 Index, which tracks the 3000 largest U.S. traded stocks, has lost 13 trillion in value. Remember when Joe Biden was like, that's the strongest. Look at what's happened to our stock market. It's up, up, up. Uh Uh-huh. How about now? $13 trillion. You really think the market collapse is over? The truth is it's probably just getting started. Please diversify. Please spread the risk out. If you have a 401k or an IRA or any of those things, Please consider spreading it out and and getting into some physical gold or silver. And it is so important, physical gold or silver. Right now, you can get some at Goldline. And when you buy a box of 20 graded historic $5 Indian gold coins, which I absolutely love, you're going to get a five pack of the Maple Flex bars at no additional cost. Five bars times 19 pieces in each Maple Flex bar equals 95 free legal tender silver pieces with every qualified order. So call Goldline today and find out how to acquire these unique, popular, and extremely important products. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. All right, so one of the things that is trending today is OPEC is considering cutting oil production to increase global uh, prices. Oh my gosh, how could OPEC do this? Because it's OPEC. They're not exactly the Red Crescent or the Red Cross. Okay, They're in it for the cash. So OPEC has decided to raise the cost of oil production by reducing oil production. Okay, that sounds fantastic for us at the gas pump, right? Why they're doing this is because you're starting to see the beginning uh, of the Western world not buying as much gasoline. You're starting to see demand destruction. And that, again, is what the Fed has been looking for. And it's so important because they just say this all the time like it's no big deal. We just need demand destruction. That means... They need to make your life so unworkable that you can't afford gas. So the price of gas collapses and you're still not going anywhere. Remember COVID? You're still not going anywhere because you can't afford it because everything is so expensive. That's what demand destruction means. And I I think that's bear repeating every day because people, if they even listen to the Fed, they see, well, they're raising interest rates. Yes, because generally speaking, that's to suck money back in and have it go right to the furnace. I'm not convinced that that's what's happening. But by rising, by raising the interest rates, everything you have becomes more expensive 
And it also means that big businesses aren't going to be getting loans to expand, which means laying people off. This is all thanks to the Fed. Now, there's another thing that you should be aware of. Credit Suisse and Deutsche Bank are uh, are suffering now, if you will, from distressed valuations at the banks. In 2008, Lehman Brothers, the fourth largest investment bank in the U.S., collapsed and filed for bankruptcy. Now, today, Credit Suisse and Deutsche Bank, two of the world's largest banks, are suffering from the same kind of thing. The bank's credit default insurance levels are approaching degrees not seen since 2008. Let me say that again. They're suffering from distressed valuations and the bank's credit default insurance levels are approaching degrees not seen since 2008. Uh, The world economy is looking bad. Energy and gas prices, record highs. Inflation in many countries is the highest in 40 years. The supply chains are fractured still. Equity markets have shed significant value. And tensions between the West and Russia are at a nuclear level. Now the two largest investment banks are floundering and may go under. That'll be good. That'll be really good. Now, Deutsche Bank says, Nine! It will not happen! And the Swiss are like, You know how many banks we've got over here? We have so many banks. We're known for banks. We're not going to go under. So, worry, don't worry, don't matter. But just know that that is actually a possibility on the horizon. And what is our Fed doing today? Our Fed has made a major announcement. They're having a pilot exercise. Let's get all the pilots out and let's have them do jumping jacks. Not that kind of pilot exercise. This one is for ESG social credit scores. Now, Stu, help me out. A social credit score is what exactly? (laughs) Have you ever seen Black Mirror? Uh, I have. Okay. I yeah. Have. Uh, it's a way to rate your quality as an individual. Uh, uh, do you uh, support the common goals of this society, this social, this social contract we but all it, have with each other? Right, but it's nothing like what's happening in China. Oh, it's almost exactly what's happening in really? China. Really? Yes. They call that a social credit a, score? That's exactly what they call it. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the Federal Reserve announces a major pilot exercise for ESG social credit score system. <laughs> oh. Six of the nations, this is according to the Fed, last Thursday, six of the nation's largest banks will participate in a pilot climate scenario analysis. It's an exercise to design or to uh, design to enhance the ability of supervisors and firms to measure and manage climate related financial risks scenario analysis in which the resilience of a financial institution is assessed under different kind of hypothetical climate scenarios 
is an emerging tool to assess climate-related financial risk. There will be no capital or supervisory implications from the pilot. In other words, they're just working with the big banks to monitor their ability to comply with the ruling class's preferred environmental status technocratic tyranny. That's all they're doing. But no and impact nothing off of more. that. Nothing will come of it. No. No, they're just no. doing it for fun. Everyone loves That's, to come up with a new algorithm for fun. Right, because this is going to assist people. This is going to help helping. people. Yes, it's always helping. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you got that going for you. So once they get this pilot program through, it's just going to sit on the shelf and do nothing. Right. That's why every pilot program, when you, like, for example, you create a new pilot for a situation comedy. Correct. You always know you're making one episode and it's never going to be seen by anybody. You don't have a desire Amen. to get it on the air so that you can make millions and millions and millions right. of dollars. You just want to make that one pilot and then put it on the shelf. You can tell your family about how you made a pilot once and that was that's the end of your story. Amen. You never want to go farther never. than that. Nope. Bank of America, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, Morgan Stanley, and Wells Fargo, all part of the pilot program. And uh, that's uh, going to begin <laughs> early next so year. The, the the pilot yeah. you made is being considered by ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, HBO, Showtime. Lifetime. Cinemax is in. <laughs> all of it. They're all in. All of it. Netflix is there. Even the Sundance channel right. is interested. Sundance is in. <laughs> right. You got Amazon Prime. But it's never going to run. No. It's never going to run. It's just going to go right on the shelf. Right. Right. So don't worry about it. They're just making sure that they can put this credit scoring system in for social credit uh, just to make sure that it would work should they decide to ever do it. <laughs> Which they won't. It's of course going they on won't. the shelf That's immediately. That's a conspiracy, Stu. It is. It's a conspiracy. It is. Here's 25 speeches of all these people dis- you know, describing how they want to implement right. uh, this, but th- it's just a conspiracy thing. Right, mm-hmm. right. And anybody who you know looks at the words of the World Economic Forum They're a conspiracy theorist. For instance, I gave this news earlier, but I think it bears repeating. Um, During the World Economic Forum anti-disinformation panel last week, um, a United Nations representative announced that they, quote, own the science when it comes to climate information and their partnership with Google. Um, That's kind of saying the quiet part out loud, isn't it? Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think they think we're listening. Uh, and I think they're kind of right. More people are listening, but more people have to listen. We are in a race to a wire finish. Which one of us is going to get our crap together faster? Because right now, they're panicking. Right now, if you see the World Economic Forum, they're like, uh, so people are starting to wake up, and uh, they might come with pitchforks and torches to our castles. Uh, they're already starting to feel, you know, that the crowd is like, bring out the monster! If that happens, they're in trouble. So they've got to move faster and create more chaos. I think... Mm. You know, if we if we were playing a game of risk, have you ever played with anybody like this? 
you play a game like Risk, and all of a sudden the tables turn. You think you're winning, and the tables turn, and all of a sudden you're losing. And then that person, because they're a piece of crap, they just pick up the the whole thing and just throw it off, you know, flip it off, and all the pieces are on the ground. That's what I'm afraid that they might do. That they're like, oh, really? Because chaos works in their favor. But don't worry. They've got things under control because people who like freedom of speech, they've... They've already the undersecretary general for the global communications at the U.N., Melissa Fleming, said that she's already partnered. The U.N. has with big tech companies, including but not limited to TikTok and Google. Well, those are little ones. Um, She says the Google search results now prioritize what the U.N. wants to prioritize and what the WEF wants to uh, prioritize. We've partnered with Google, for example. If you Google climate change, you will, at the top of your search, get all kinds of U.N. resources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted information right at the top. We're becoming much more proactive. After all, we I'm quoting, we own the science and we think the world should know it. And the platforms themselves also do. We also had a trusted messenger product uh, project, which was called Team Halo, where trained scientists around the world and some doctors on TikTok. And we had TikTok working with us. Oh, wait, you had who? Hmm? TikTok. You had the uh, Chinese Communist the- Party working with you? That's, that's a real surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's you're not distrusting, are you? Of TikTok? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, no, I, they're a great authority. It's why, you, as a scientist, you should be bragging about your associations with TikTok. Right. Right. And then another key strategy that they announced at the World Economic Forum uh, just last week was we really have a key strategy uh, to deploy influencers. Uh, influencers who are really keen and have huge followings, but really keen to help carry our message. Uh, that we're going to serve their communities. And they were much more trusted than the United Nations or WELF, uh, WEF telling them something from New York City. Oh, okay. Well, that's really good. And one more thing. Reason number 471 just today on why you cannot be silent, why you have to stand. An Ivy League biology professor is sounding the alarm on how critical race theory is erasing the meaning and even the existence of objective truth from classrooms and teaching a generation of students to treat the truth fast and loose in order to obtain what you want. We're supposed to be training people like biologists that will become doctors to make us healthier, mechanical engineers that will build bridges or skyscrapers. This, according to the professor at Cornell University School of uh, Integrative Plant Science, Randy Wayne, he told uh, in Fox in a phone interview this month, if they're all trained on a foundation that there is no truth, nobody wants to be operated on by such a surgeon or drive over a bridge made by such an engineer. And I'm afraid that's where our universities have gone. Training people to treat the truth fast and loose in order to obtain what you want. And in the case of universities, 
What they want is called social justice, and they're willing to play fast and loose with the truth to get it. This is, I mean, this goes back to what they were constantly doing when it comes to global warming. It's okay to exaggerate. It's okay to tell big stories. It's okay to minimize your uncertainty because you're serving a larger purpose here. So go ahead. That's allowed. You know, what's there? There are, there have been many terrorist groups uh, that have made these sorts of justifications, Mm -hmm. you know, where they say, hey, you know, I know we're supposed to be very dedicated to this particular God, but if you need to go to the strip club, to uh, cover, you know, that you're an extremist. Wait, wait. What, uh, what faith is this? I, I, I don't have accepting any. New- I, again, this is just a very... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. Membership drive is going on now. Uh, but I mean, this is what people do all the time, right? When you want to justify something greater, you have all sorts yep. of exceptions to your morals and principles you can make. Here's a great thing. Heard this phrase over the weekend um, that, uh, you know, there's all kinds of new normals. God doesn't have a new normal. He doesn't. He's not changing. We're changing. We're changing what truth is, but truth hasn't changed. So you need to either accept that or get on board for a cruise ship that uh, is right straight from hell. You'll look at the Titanic and go, gee, I wish I would have boarded that ship. Back in just a minute. Our sponsor this half hour is Real Estate Agents I Trust. If you're thinking about taking the plunge in the real estate game anytime soon, I hope you're aware of how crazy the market is, what's happening with uh, the uh, rate of, of loans and, uh, and uh, interest rate. It is going up. It's hit seven now. It's just crested seven for the very first time in a long time. Um, I want you to know, It's not necessarily a bad time to sell or to buy, but it depends. Do you have a great real estate agent? The simple fact is this. You need more than just a real estate agent, more than just someone who knows how to show you listings or show your house. You need somebody who is full-time, driven to succeed by helping you succeed, and knows the best practices to make it happen. Who's the best agent in your area? Well, Get in touch with Real Estate Agents I Trust. It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We started it a number of years ago, and I want you to get a hold of them today and do your own homework and interview the real estate agent that we'll send to you probably within five minutes. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. Wow. Uh, So, Stu, Universal, uh, which is Comcast, NBC, and so much else, uh, Universal has just made the first gay romantic comedy Mm. released at a major Hollywood studio, and it only made $4.8 million this weekend. Wow. Apparently, it didn't do a lot of business in the the middle of America or or in the South. Or seemingly anywhere with four point. If your total is four point eight million dollars, you didn't seem to do much business anywhere. Well, the star says it's because there's a lot of homophobic, homophobic weirdos that just don't want to see it. But he says it's hysterical, and I'm I'm sure it is. 
I, you know, I don't necessarily, I want to go to something that I relate to and, and I enjoy, and I don't happen to enjoy that. You know, you do, go see the movie, that's fine. But don't blame me if I don't want to go. The Glenn Beck Program. There's not a lot of uh, liberals that are going to uh, to my shows. <laughs> Hate mongers. Um, Kim wrote in about her uh, experience with Relief Factor. She says, I've been taking Relief Factor for a month now, and it's hard to believe, but my back pain is gone. When I first heard about it, I thought, who's going to believe that? Well, I'm now a full-fledged believer. This product is a miracle. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. Kim, I love hearing stories uh, like yours. Not only do you have relief, but you started just like I did. We were like, uh-huh, sure, that's going to work. But you gave it a try. The three-week quick start developed just for you is $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Listen, how many times do I read testimonials? Every day I, at least, uh, I read at least one. What is the power of this stuff? Why would you be motivated to do it? Because your pain is gone. You get your life back. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or 800, the number four, Relief. The big Senate race in Arizona. We talk to the Republican candidate, Blake Masters, coming up here in just a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to uh, Blake Masters. He is running for Senate uh, in the U.S., uh, in Arizona. Uh, 40 days, about 40 days left. 37, I think, but who's counting, right? <laughs> it seems like you are. Um, 37 days left. You are neck and neck uh, for the, uh, the role of U.S. Senator. What is happening in Arizona? Uh, not, not a whole lot that's good. You know, we've got this wide open southern border. We, I know every county in America is a border county at this point. Fentanyl illegals, they're flowing everywhere. But of course, we bear the brunt of it with all this, uh, all this right. territory right on the southern border. And then Arizona also bears the brunt of the other crisis that Biden has caused, uh, this inflation crisis. We were just talking. Inflation is the worst in the country, in the greater Phoenix metro. It's 13%. Why do you think that is? It's, um, you know, to the extent you bake housing into the into the calculus, right, okay. uh, Phoenix housing, all the Californians are moving and, yeah. and driving up housing prices. But there's probably few, a few factors for it. Although I think inflation is like devastating across the country. It is. They say it's 8%. It's like, no, I think if you measure it properly, it's probably between so 10 and 15%. What's the solution? Because if the Fed continues to raise interest rate, which it must to suck the money back in and burn it, um, it'll, it could collapse the economy. Uh, and if yet if you they don't, don't, you've got hyperinflation. So what's the solution? These are the great choices that Biden is giving us, right? Yeah, There's right. A, the Ukraine version of this. It's like, what do you do? You know, how do you solve this? And I, I just have to say, zoom out and, and realize we're only in this because of Biden. Putin never would have invaded Ukraine if it weren't for Joe Biden and the weakness in the White House. And we wouldn't have to be making these hard choices. Do you hike rates and cause a recession or do you not do that and then allow potential hyperinflation? That choice would have been unthinkable three years ago when inflation was one, one and a half percent. 
This is why it's really dangerous. You know, Barack Obama famously said elections have consequences. Yes, they do. Somehow Joe Biden got into the White House and what a disaster it's been, not just for Arizona, but for the whole country and actually for the whole world. So the guy you're running against uh, was, you know, up in space for a long time. And so he's he's known, et cetera, et cetera. But he's not even, as Stu said, cinema. Yeah, because I think there's this impression he's a well-known guy. There's some sympathy for his family, the, the stuff they've had to go through, of course. And then there is a, a situation where Kirsten Cinema's seen, by the nation at least, as this kind of moderate, at least in words, if not actions. And they kind of apply that to Mark Kelly, but Kelly's not that way. And he hasn't earned it. You know, two years ago, he promised he'd be independent. He, he, uh, he said, I'm not a partisan, I'm an independent. Okay, some people bought that, and he got in. Not by much, but he got in. Now... He's saying the same thing, but it's just a flat out lie. Because if you look at his voting record, people fight. Does he vote with uh, Joe Biden 95% of the time or 98% of the time? No, it's 100% of the time where it counts. You never have to wonder which way he's going to vote. And I actually do respect cinema. You know, I think she's too left. I, too. I think she's too left wing. I'd rather have two conservative Republicans. Correct. But credit where it's due, she said she'd be independent and where it really counts, like on protecting the filibuster yeah or on you know build back better she spiked that she told schumer to go pound sand and she took some arrows for it and that Mm -hmm. takes guts and that is the kind of independence of mind arizonans want to see that's the goldwater john mccain cinema even though she's on the left side of the aisle Mm. and that's what i'll do mark kelly he he said he'd be independent and he lied and he's just a rubber stamp in the senate for whatever chuck schumer and joe biden tell him to he is chuck schumer he is Chuck Schumer. It's hard to tell them apart at all. He's the third senator from New York. He's the third senator from California. And as a result, Arizona only has one senator right now. I mean, it's really, really crazy. So help me out um, on uh, the border. What has to happen here? What is the difference between you and what we have going on? You know, it's not that complicated. We We had a pretty stable, secure border three years ago. Again, like you just have to... I think we need the wall. We need to finish the wall. We need to double or triple the size of Border Patrol uh, and give give those men and women at the border all the resources they need. But but really, it's just political will. It's just, hey, let's have a policy. Here's a radical idea for you. <laughs> when illegal aliens try to break into our country, catch them, turn them over to ICE, and deport them back to their home country or some other country that wants them. That's what we need to be doing. Instead... Biden and Mark Kelly, he's voted for this every single time. They like catch and release, where if you catch anybody, well, you just got to let them out. Mark Kelly wants to resettle these people in working class cities and towns throughout Arizona and throughout the country. And so as a result, just in the last 20 months, we've had 5 million illegals come here. And it's not like Biden and Mark Kelly are trying to, trying to catch these people and trying to, they're not trying to enforce federal law. They're right. willfully violating it, which I think is impeachable. I've called for Biden and Mayorkas to be impeached for this. I agree. And Mark Kelly, just for this dereliction of, of duty at the southern border, he's voted against border security five separate times. Just for that, I think he deserves to lose his job Who in November. Who would you um, say will be your allies or you hope to ally with in the Senate? Certainly Josh Hawley, uh, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have some good ones. Tom Cotton is a little bit more hawkish than me, but I think domestically he's he's excellent. Um, we we have some good ones. What about um, uh, what about Ukraine? What would you be doing with Ukraine? I'm very uncomfortable with this automatic reflex to just keep sending 12 billion Thank you. every <laughs> couple of weeks. Just keep sending 12 billion. You Thank know, and you. I tell people Mark Kelly apparently cares more about Ukraine's border with Russia than our own border with Mexico. Mm. 
because he's really focused on that. He's given them all the money they need, but he can't even find 10 or 20 billion for border security here at home, right? right? And people say that's a pro-Putin talking point. No, it's ridiculous. I think Putin's a madman. I think he's a murderer. I think the invasion was unjust. It's bad. It's like really bad. But again, how did we even get here? We got here because, you know, Putin, G, they're bad guys, but they're not idiots. They look at what happened in Afghanistan. They yep. saw Biden's weakness and Biden's surrender. And Putin felt emboldened to do that, right? Germany, they shut down all their working nuclear and they made themselves dependent on Russian oil and gas. They gave up the so, leverage to Putin. And you're a tech guy. So you know how, how complex systems are. I believe we can go green. Not all at once uh, and not at this rate, but I'm fine with going green if we're actually talking about going green. Having a green car that you plug in to a coal fire plant is not going green. Well, it's amazing. People think that, uh, oh, electric cars are just so, so green. Well, the battery is a storage technology. It's not an energy source. And that car is being powered by coal, to your point, Right. right? You've seen some when California's power grid was about to go off. Uh, you, you saw people with very expensive electric cars plugging them into gas generators <laughs> just to get the <laughs> so, so stupid. I, I, electric cars could be great, but like yeah. you know, ultimately, I think we need nuclear. And until we have nuclear, and who knows how long that's going to take. Although we should be making investments now, we have oil and gas. God bless this country with abundant natural resources. The stuff actually gets cleaner. Clean coal, fracking. We should be drilling. We should be fracking. What you can't do is ideologically rush into the Green New Deal. That's what Germany did. Now they're gonna, you know, they're begging begging for heating oil to heat their homes this winter. Uh, and that's the kind of energy future that Mark Kelly in Arizona and Joe Biden are trying to drag us towards. It, it doesn't work. So what, what can be done? What can be done? What should be done? You're on, in the Senate. On energy? Yeah. On anything? Well, I think it's stopping the war on fossil fuels. Like what did Biden think was gonna happen? This country's mostly powered by fossil fuels still by oil and gas. So if you declare war on oil and gas, you think that might make the cost of energy skyrocket? Of course. Of course, they took gas from $2 to $6. Now they want a metal because it's back down to, to like $5 in Phoenix, uh, only because Biden, of course, is selling out oil from our strategic reserves, which is a national security. It's, it's crazy. So stop the war on oil and gas, right? Repeal the crazy regulations uh, and, and start investing, start granting new oil and gas uh, drilling permits, right? Invest in nuclear. We need to be building more nuclear power plants. And, and at do, this you rate, think, do you think things are changing enough to be able to do that? I mean, you know, we haven't built a new even refinery since like 1970. Nukes are way too dangerous. And it'll take you 20 years to. They're with modern technology. They're not dangerous at all. But we have I've saw this in the private sector. Very often we would find a nuclear tech startup, a talented nuclear physicist who wanted to be an entrepreneur instead of a academic. And they'd come to us with a small modular reactor design, you know, and it's innovative in X, Y or Z. And so they could prove on a blackboard with math that you couldn't get a runaway nuclear chain reaction. The problem is, and we, we're hungry to invest, right? But then you do your diligence, including your regulatory diligence. Yeah. It turns out, yeah, the NRS, NRC hasn't approved a new nuclear power plant ever, basically. And they've made innovation illegal. There is no regulatory pathway to actually build a prototype that you can convince the government, hey, see, it's safe. We did it because this kind of technology is basically just outlawed by fiat. So it's like, what do you think is going to happen when you declare war on oil and gas, but then you make new sources and nuclear is the cheapest, most abundant, safest source of energy, right? It's the only carbon free source of energy that works, you know, 24 hours a day. It would solve any global warming problem and would also solve our energy problem 
and you know it's this is not new technology but we've made it really really hard to to pursue and that's the culture in dc that i want to change i know it's going to be frustrating to get in there i'm going to be one of 100 senators i can't just snap my fingers and the country's powered by nuclear but we need to be trying now so that in 30 years when my little kids are my age uh you know this country should be mostly powered by nuclear you you say that you can't just uh, snap your fingers and do things in this country, which it was my understanding of the system the whole time. But we do have a president who thinks you can take, you know, a trillion dollars uh, in, in loan relief and just with the snap of his fingers, just do that without going to Congress. We have set up, I think, a real weakening of our system. The, the I president, don't even think we're a constitutional Republican. Uh, what? How could you? Is there anything to be done? about this i mean this is this is incredibly unconstitutional what's especially you're right of course and what's especially wild about that is five months ago nancy pelosi agreed with you yeah <laughs> yeah i mean, said speaker yes. pelosi is biden going to do this if congress doesn't get its act together and she says oh he doesn't have the authority to do that mm. his own department of education said they didn't have the authority and then five to months do this. later biden just does it it's just like he did with the cdc right halting the uh, eviction moratorium yeah his own white house lawyer said sir you can't this is the cdc has nothing to do you you can't just have them you know not allow landlords to collect rent it's kind of unconstitutional and biden literally said i don't care yeah let's do it let's let them litigate it later and the supreme court said hey look if you try this again we're going to sh shoot it down and then he did it again anyway and they did eventually you know I mean, eventually we, we saw the right end there but i feel like right now we're at the situation where we have the courts that are the guardrail for our entire system of government. And that's it. That's a terrifying place to be. It's why I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that Joe Biden and whatever forces are behind Joe Biden, right? He doesn't know where he is half the time. But when I say Biden, I mean the White House, that mm -hmm. they're tyrants. They really are. Mm -hmm. Like when I read about the OSHA vaccine mandate, they were using the, I'm sorry, the occupational health and safety bureaucracy to push a federal vaccine mandate on everybody in the country. I thought it was a Babylon B headline. I thought it was satire because like they, they can't do that. It's unconstitutional. And I'm grateful the courts, of course, held that was unconstitutional. But no, they don't care. I remember my my uh, radicalization moment on on how little the Democrats care about the Constitution was when they were passing Obamacare. Yeah. You know, they asked Nancy Pelosi, well, where's the constitutional hook for this? It used to be, you know, the Democrats would make some argument. Oh, it's necessary and proper for X, Y, Z. It touches commerce. And because of this court case right, in 1941, right. they would always pretend that this was constitutional. Well, they asked Nancy Pelosi, where in the Constitution does it say you can, you know, tax somebody if they don't buy a product in the market? And she laughed and she said, are you kidding me? I know. And I remember I, know. I was just like, wow, now they don't even pretend that they have to follow the Constitution, and how dangerous is that? If somebody wants to uh, help your campaign out, Blake Masters, uh, do they just go to blakemasters.com? They go to blakemasters.com. They, uh, in a patriotic spirit, get out their wallet, and they donate <laughs> lots of money to my campaign <laughs> because this stuff isn't uh, isn't cheap. Mark Kelly's bombarding me with the, the most vile, vicious, slanderous attack ads. But, uh, you know, we're fighting back. David and Goliath type, type dynamic. Is but as the, you said, it's close. The it's Republicans... Close. Tightening a lot. Uh, are they helping at all? The Senate with uh, the uh, you know Rick Scott and his senatorial committee. The NRSC yeah. has actually been very helpful. Um, Mitch McConnell, of course, has the bigger yeah. pool of money with yeah. SLF. They've canceled advertising, so they're yeah. not inclined to be helpful. But but everybody who can chip in five or ten dollars, it does yeah. add up. It is within a couple of points, so every dollar will make a difference here. BlakeMasters.com. That's BlakeMasters.com. We'll see you again. God bless. Thank you. Please win. Please. Thank you. Please, please. please. Have to. It's only please. the future please. of the country. That's yeah. it. That's, That's all it. It. No, no pressure. Deal. No big please. deal.
These days, 70, 71% of employees in the marketplace say the cost of living is higher than what they're actually making in take-home pay. Even if you're not one of those 71%, you are swimming around in the same economy that everybody else is. The things are going to get better, but they're going to get worse before they get better. Uh, maybe a lot worse. What you need to do is make sure that you and your family on, are on solid financial footings, as, as solid as you can possibly be. Please call American Financing today. Don't wait. This is a company that's been helping people just like you for home loan options for over two decades. They care about helping you save money, and they can look at your credit cards and your home loan and see if there's anything they can do to bring it down. Those credit cards, the, the interest rate is going to shoot through the roof, and that will cripple you. Please try to get out of debt, and American Financing can help you do that with a consolidation loan at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The back Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. So I've met Blake Masters before. I really like him. Um, what do you think of him? I like him a lot. Uh, and he seems to actually care about the Constitution, which is rare these days. I know. Uh, and you know what? You know what's crazy? This, this is why, I mean, Mitch McConnell is just such a... Anyway, um, he's cut off the funding because he would rather have 51 senators without someone like Blake Masters. That's uh, he up. wants the majority, but he doesn't want, you know, people who are actually standing for the Constitution. That's my belief. Um, it, but the Democrats, again, have funded a candidate, and it is the libertarian candidate. Now, since when is this Republican or Democratic Party for a libertarian? No, they're just doing it strategically, yeah. trying to take votes away from, exactly from masters. Right. And he is way behind in money compared to what the Democrats are throwing uh, into Kelly. So BlakeMasters.com. That's BlakeMasters.com. This is a winnable race. It's totally winnable. Uh, they just need some more uh, very strategically placed uh, commercials. And huge debate on Thursday. Huge debate. Huge debate. But again, you got the libertarian there. BlakeMasters.com. That's BlakeMasters.com. The Glenn Beck Program.